Welcome to Madison City Channel's Know Your Candidates interviews, co-sponsored by the League of Women Voters of Dane County. I'm your interviewer, Louise Robbins, and I would like to introduce John Imes, running for Wisconsin State Assembly in District 77. Hi, Louise. As we begin, please give an opening statement as to the educational, vocational, and or civic experience you have, which qualifies you for this office and why you've, you're running for state assembly. Sure, Louise, I appreciate that. And, of course, appreciate the League of Women Voters uh, setting up this candidate forum. Um, I kind of bring a unique background and track record. Um, I serve as uh, executive director for the Wisconsin Environmental Initiative, a nonprofit I co-founded uh, over 20 years ago. I was the chair of the board. I've been executive director uh, for the last uh, 20 years. I've done lots of great work in, in quality urban development and agriculture and in shoreland development on energy policy, environmental policy, and, um, uh, and, and really engaged a lot of stakeholders in ways that uh, would be good for uh, be good, good for the environment and good for the communities uh, and good for Wisconsin's leadership uh, position. I'm also a small business owner. Kathy and I have owned the Arbor House on Monroe Street uh, for 24 years now, a national award-winning inn, a green inn, and uh, a nice opportunity to kind of walk our talk when it comes to sustainable business. And actually, that business has also inspired a lot of my work uh, with the nonprofit. And in the last six, seven years, I've also been elected official in Sherwood Hills. I've been a trustee, personnel committee chair, uh, plan commission, joint campus review board, president pro tem, and then uh, some related committees as well. And, and uh, I really enjoyed that. You know, as personnel committee chair, I got over 20% in increases for our workers uh, in five years after Act 10 because we take care of our own. But let me tell you why I'm running. You know, Wisconsin needs a a solid new direction. Uh, we've become this low-road state with policies that favor uh, well-connected interests over the environment, over workers, over our communities. And I'm running re to replace that uh, with high-road progressive policies that uh, protect uh, women's rights and voters' rights, uh, support our teachers and our public schools, uh, revitalize the University of Wisconsin and the Wisconsin IDEA, ensure um, affordable health care, and restore uh, Wisconsin's environmental heritage and good government tradition. Assembly districts represent many different constituencies. How do you see yourself communicating with and balancing all of the interests involved? You know, I think because of the unique background that I bring, I think I'm going to be in a, in a good position to be able to do that. You know, the environment is a, is a big issue for uh, this community. Uh, I've been working on environmental issues on, on different levels uh, for over 30 years. Uh, previous to uh, the nonprofit work, I ran the environmental affairs for Quad Graphics, pretty big company in the state. Uh, we were recognized for our leadership on climate change, 1994, at a White House conference. So I've, I've done this. I've done this kind of work uh, at the at the responsible corporate level, at the innovative nonprofit level, uh, certainly with the small business and and um, uh, with as a, as an elected official. And I think that's going to allow me to interact with all the different uh, constituencies and all the different perspectives in the district. So that's one. Two, I think it, that background is also going to allow me to be that much more of an effective uh, representative. Uh, you know, we're at a low point in the assembly in terms of the Democrats. We're up 35 seats out of 99, the lowest level since the 1950s. Um, you know, we're going to hopefully pick up four or five seats. If we have this miraculous blue wave, we could maybe pick up eight or nine or more. Um, but we're still going to fall short of the majority. And we, we need, we need uh, leaders with uh, diverse backgrounds to be able to bridge 
some of those perspectives and actually get some things done that are going to benefit the constituents in the 77. What do you believe is the most important uh, issue to be addressed in the upcoming 2018-19 budget debate and why? The budget debate, definitely education. And when I say education, uh, that covers the spectrum of the University of Wisconsin, uh, the, the K-12, through and also the technical college system. You know, um, Tom Loftus, former assembly speaker, longtime uh, speaker and UW regent, has endorsed me uh, for this race. He's looked at my background. He's looked at my involvements. He wrote the book on the art of uh, the legislature, and he thinks I'm going to be the best representative to defend the university from further cuts. Um, I think we need to revitalize uh, the Wisconsin idea. Um, we are in the talent attraction business. We are in the research and development business. That university is the economic engine for the state, and I will do everything in my, in my power to make sure that we have a strong funding commitment. Related to that, um, in the budget, we have an agricultural and manufacturing tax credit right now that started relatively small, and it's grown to uh, over $600 million a year. Uh, or $100 million of that goes to 381 filers who make $2.8 million a year. Uh, there's another $100 million between 250000 and that threshold. That's money that can be better used for uh, our technical college system. You know, the complaint of the business community is they can never find enough skilled workers. Um, let's take that overly generous tax credit and take some of that money and put it into the technical college system, build capacity, maybe take some pressure off of the, the property taxes so those savings can be gone over to um, our K-12 through or our university system and, um, and actually uh, catch up and, and pay our people and make the investments we need to, to be a 21st century state. I believe you've already answered the next question, which was how would you propose the state address the issue? So I'll go to the next one. Okay, made it easy for you. What is another issue of great importance to the constituents in your district, and why is it important? Well, you know, I'll, I'll, go, back, um, I'll go back to the environment. I think I, I, I have the potential to be the strongest representative on that issue. Um, there's been a tradition of environmental leadership in this district that's been lost since Spencer Black left, left the district uh, eight years ago, and that's not a knock on, on Therese or, or Chris Taylor or, or Lisa. It's just it's, it's, it's been lost, and I think there's an opportunity uh, for this district to champion um, this issue and propose a broad-based Wisconsin plan uh, with innovative policy, uh, policies on clean energy, on climate action, on uh, sustainable development, on food entrepreneurship, on, uh, on smart, uh, affordable housing. Uh, there's ways to express that ethic. The other thing is we need to um, revitalize the DNR and do what uh, they're supposed to do, which is leverage their tremendous professional expertise and staff to protect the natural resources of the state and ensure clean air and clean water for all. Um, so I think you have to do that from the get-go. But I think there's some opportunities. You know, Wisconsin has, has missed the boat on clean energy. Uh, we're 12th out of 12 states uh, when it comes to the number of clean energy jobs. The number one uh, starting job right now across the country is wind technicians. These folks are coming out of the technical schools or certificate programs. They're making $55,000, $60,000 a year uh, plus benefits. We basically told that industry, we've told the clean energy industry, um, go away. And 
that that industry, that clean energy, that's consistent with our heritage. You know, here we are, the state of Leopold and Muir and Gaylord Nelson. So what's the next generation of environmental leadership look like? And I'd certainly like to be part of that. I think that, again, you've, you've gone ahead of the question, and how would you address this issue? Do you have anything to add on that? No, except um, because of my... Because of my background, I mean, I've worked with um, I've worked with builders and I've worked with some developers and I've worked with farmers. So when I talk about a high road strategy, everything that we're doing right now is the low road. Uh, it's the lowest common denominator. We're passing policy that benefits the worst developer, the worst farmer, uh, the worst Frexan mine company. We're passing legislation that benefits a singular company. Uh, the, le- the legislature is, is uh, involving itself in the day-to-day operations of agencies like the DNR. That has to stop. So I-, I would say that because of my experience working with certain aspects of uh, the business community, that we could set up a system where we're actually rewarding uh, good actors and providing real benefits um, for good actors that are really making investments in technology and practice and mindset to reduce their footprint and operate sustainably. You know, um, you know, the young people today, they want to work for companies that have a soul, and they want to live in a state that has a soul. And we've been soulless the last eight years. What one or two policy issues do you see yourself having special knowledge in or needing to gain more knowledge in, and how will the focus benefit your constituents? Yeah, I would say uh, the whole issue of, um, of the high-road workplace. You know, we... As I, as I was saying, you know, we've, we've become kind of soulless at a state. You know, the, the young people want to work for companies that have a soul. What does that mean? Well, it means a living wage. It means family-friendly benefits. It means flexibility. It means work-life balance. It means training and education opportunities. You know, we're spending millions of dollars on bus shelters in Chicago and telling folks, um, you know, how, how less our traffic is and, and how cheap our housing is, and you should come up to Wisconsin. Um, Young people today are looking for more than that. In addition, their parents and grandparents want them to live in a state that has a soul because they want them to stay and they want them to raise their kids and and grandchildren. So my goal would be to have the high road workplace uh, be the norm across Wisconsin. And I think there's ways uh, to pass policies to incentivize companies, you know, in our procurement, in our contracting. Uh, you can provide those kinds of incentives and send that signal. Okay. Uh, moving on to the next question, what assembly committees do you wish to serve on and why, very briefly? Very briefly, you know, I think colleges and universities, I think that's going to be real important in, in education. Um, you know, the, um, uh, maybe the, the workforce development. Local government, I think. Be, I've really enjoyed local government. You know, this administration, this Republican majority, has passed over 100 different pieces of legislation uh, reducing local control or providing unfunded mandates, I'd like to be able to be in a position to be able to reverse some of that. Without attacking your opponents, what do you think distinguishes you from them and makes you the best candidate to represent yeah, your I district? Think, I think it's that, that experience and that uh, diverse background. I think that's going to allow me to be really effective in terms of, of working with other uh, legislators. As I mentioned, you know, we're in the low 30s. We pick up five or six seats, we'll get to the lower mid-40s. Someone's got to be in a position to be able to, to bridge that. And I know I could work with a Joel Kitchens 
uh, who's in Door County, has worked with the League of Conservation Voters. He's a Republican. Uh, I could probably work with Amy Laudenbach, who was an environmental consultant before she got in the legislature uh, out of Whitewater. She's a Republican. So we have to get to the point where we can actually, I mean, we can fight and we can, um, and we can stand for our principles, but we can also find a way to engage and get some things done that will be good for the university system, good for schools, and good for the people in the 77th. Okay, you now have uh, two minutes for a closing statement. I appreciate that, Louise, and uh, I want to thank uh, League of Women Voters again and, and uh, thank your viewers. You know, um, Fighting Bob LaFollette said uh, the reason we have open primaries is the voters deserve a say, and uh, that was very persuasive for me uh, as, a, as a, a prospective candidate. Uh, I really wanted to see a vigorous and uh, competitive primary, and I think we've got that. Um, I did 1,200 doors in the first three weeks. I think our voters need to meet their next representative at the, at the door, uh, consider their track records, and, uh, of course, uh, they deserve a say. You know, what I've heard at the doors is uh, uh, the voters uh, are looking for a candidate that's dedicated and experienced and an effective leader. I think they, they're looking for a candidate uh, who listens uh, to the voters and I think they're looking for a candidate that takes a, uh, a more cooperative and practical and effective approach to solving problems. Uh, I think uh, I'm that candidate. I think that's one of the best ways that we can reduce, reduce the divisiveness and inaction in, in the state capitol. So I ask for your support and your vote on, on August 14th. Uh, if you're looking for more information on the, on the campaign, uh, please visit... Uh, I'm's the number four, assembly.org. Uh, and, of course, I want to thank you uh, for uh, your service and your contributions to the success of, of our community. Thank you. I want to thank John Imes for speaking with us and you, the viewing audience, for taking the time to know your candidates. As with every election, please vote. The 2018 fall primary, including District 77 of the Wisconsin State Assembly, is on Tuesday, August 14th. On behalf of Madison City Channel and the League of Women Voters of Dane County, I thank you for joining us.